Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news with us today. He's back, Silas Garrison, CEO of Health Space Data Systems, trades on the CSC under HS for our friends in the US, HDSLF, and for our friends in Europe under 38H. How to describe Health Space? If there's one thing we know about governments, whether it's local, state, federal, uh, they're, they've got lots of responsibility and they're hugely inefficient. Who, who on this call or watching or listening to this hasn't had a bad experience? It usually comes because departments fail to talk to one another, share information. Hellspace is empowering government efficiency. And as a result, they've become a leading technology company in the space. And more than just lip service, they currently serve over 500 state and local government organizations across North America. Examples, City of Dallas, City of San Francisco, State of Oregon, Province of Ontario, State of Illinois, Sonoma County, California, Jackson County, even get a little more granular, and even the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, amongst many. How they were able to get there is they offer, believe it or not, because it's hard for me to believe the first time, but uh, they offer the only integrated product suite that incorporates inspections, administration, and analytics. But they've all all into one platform. Into one platform. They've also, however, entered into into a fintech. That was the conversation we had last time, uh, and they're creating pl a payment platform that streamlines the intake of government revenue. What we're here to talk about today is yet another big jump. I'm going to read the headline: Health Space Data Systems announces planned launch of GovCall, a video and audio communications platform for enabling telegov. Silas, let's talk about it. Welcome back. George, thank you so much for having me back on. Uh, this is exciting that you guys are making a big move like this. Uh, but before we talk specifically about GovCall, because there are constantly new people who are coming into the story, just give us a little overview about how big of a problem are you guys solving and why you're so successful at solving it for state and local governments all over the place. Simply put, George, our focus, as you actually said in uh, the intro, is that we are focused on government efficiency. And governments typically lag in technological adoption. They're not you know, going out there and adopting the latest and greatest thing. And part of that actually is because very few companies innovate on behalf of government. We're one of the very few companies that is developing the most cutting edge solutions and when it comes to like cloud software, FinTech and those type of things that is exclusively tailored for government. Now, why does that matter? Because government is different. Everybody knows government is different. So their business processes are very unique and they're never the same. You know, if you go from city to city, we have city of Fort Worth and city of Dallas as both customers within Texas. They do things slightly differently. They have slightly different uh, processes, workflows that they have to follow. And that software, their software needs to be flexible and agile with them. And so for that reason, uh, we've actually built a platform from the ground up using hundreds of years of our team's combined experience working with government to deliver the most compelling and powerful yet nimble solution available on the market. Is this how you're able to fight off because, you know, the first thing some critic might be thinking or someone who's looking at the company thinking, why would these governments go to you when they could go to Oracle and all sorts of other big technology companies? Is that because the likes of those big companies make almost like a, you know, plug this in one size fits all for everybody because they can't be nimble? Yeah, it's, you know, there are large players, you know, Oracle does business with government. Yeah, sure. But they don't really interact at the state and local level, which is what we target. 
Um, there are other large providers out there, multi-billion dollar companies. Um, but there's two things is either they are not innovating with the most cutting edge solutions because in a lot of ways, government doesn't always demand it. Uh, once they're comfortable with a piece of software, you know, they kind of just keep going with it. They desire, you know, additions. And unless someone comes onto the scene, like we have, uh, you know, they don't really just have a lot of options out there and no one's really out there innovating, uh, in a future thinking state, which is one of the things we'll talk about today on behalf of government. And so our focus is always on being on the bleeding edge and keeping ahead of not just the competition curve, because it's, it's one thing to look at your competitors and be like, oh yeah, we're doing better from a product standpoint. But really it's more important than that. It's where is the industry going? What does the industry need? And we're always trying to be anticipatory of that and developing solutions to meet that. Now let's talk about GovCall, this new platform. Sound, okay, again, you know, is it just a teleconferencing platform? What is unique about GovCall? How's it gonna work? So in simple terms, it is teleconferencing, but it's teleconferencing, I would say, done better for government. Uh, what we have done is, you know, we have partnered up with a company called IOTA to take their really cutting edge and powerful uh, teleconferencing platform and tweak it and embed it within our HS Cloud platform. Now, when you're looking at other players on the market, Zoom and Microsoft Team, which many of our customers have been uh, forced to utilize during this time. Right, uh, I was gonna ask, why don't they just use Zoom? Well, a lot of them do. Uh, we've actually talked with customers who've used both Zoom and Microsoft Teams, and not only are there complaints about the platforms in general. For instance, one of the big barriers of frustrations is that with a lot of those platforms, you have to download something to your computer. You know, you have to download an app, you have to download sure. software, and that's actually pretty prohibitive in a lot of uh, governmental environments because, you know, there's IT restrictions or security concerns. What our platform does is it works native within the web browser. No external software is, is required. And so they're able to actually go in and access it anywhere, anytime, very easily with very, very little barriers. Uh, the other thing that is hugely missing out of any sort of teleconferencing platform is the ability to actually use it within context. And I say context because everything the government does within a video conferencing call like we're doing now, you and I are just chatting, right? We're just touching base. We're, we're updating the markets on what we're doing. Uh, it doesn't have a legal ramification to it. But those video conferencing calls that you know government is doing, they have legal ramifications, virtual inspections, actual clinic doctor visits with patients. Right, there right. is an actual weighted measure of value that beyond just it being a call, right? And so because of that, it needs to tie into their data management platform that actually enables them to like take that video call, what they observed, what they discussed, and take action on it, whether it's- Powerful. That's because yeah. we're doing Zoom right here. I just hit record, we talk, I hit end, it's done. But you're yeah. talking about going what now everyone at home should really understand and that that's pretty powerful that you can tie it into how many different how many different things can you tie it into well in our case it's virtually infinite because a lot of what our first initial adopters i believe will be starting to utilize it for is what was called virtual inspections uh if you actually go and look at you know public records and inspections being performed against say restaurants private businesses like hotels by our customers, they are actually now conducting, you know, what they call virtual inspections. And it's usually some sort of video conferencing or telephone where they're confirming that, yes, proper procedures were met, proper precautions were taken. Uh, but to do that, they have to go use a separate platform. 
They have to make notations themselves. What our platform actually does is it's embedded within the actual environment that they're using to actually track and notate this legal like legal information. The second thing is, is that it comes with full transcription service. So there's actually a transcription of the call. If they choose, they can actually record it and, it's, and the actual video is embedded within their platform and searchable. So all of these things take it well beyond just, oh, it's a teleconferencing platform. Awesome, we can communicate via video conference. It's so much more beyond that, that actually makes it the right use case for the government and actually goes to the heart of what we're trying to do, create efficiency for government. And, that's and I love the fact out. that you, I love the fact that you guys continue just to integrate. That's, that's the great part, because you're right. There are companies that can provide teleconferencing. There are companies that can provide how to take the notes, uh, where to store the video, how to all that stuff. But that's what makes government so inefficient to begin with because there's such behemoths at the end of the day. But you guys integrating everything into a into an environment that's logical, right? Uh, is just, I mean, I can't imagine. Do you guys have any numbers on how much more efficient you guys make you know, some government organizations or some government departments because now they're working within your integrated platforms? Well, it could save enormous amounts of time and, it, and it's across the spectrum, right? Especially as we launched GovCall, you're talking about hundreds of hours of time saved from not having to drive across town. So in the current paradigm, the only real option is to drive across town to conduct, say, a follow-up inspection. And typically a follow-up inspection in the world of environmental health is, did you fix this thing? And I have to physically observe that this is correct. Why not just replace that with a teleconferencing call within your actual data entry, you know, data management solution. Um, and so you're talking about when it comes down to those inspections, you're talking about hours every day, potentially hundreds of hours a month, thousands of hours across a department, thousands of hours a year that could potentially be saved. That's significant. Yeah. And this is not just in response to COVID. This is this is a different way of running government and inspections and forever. Absolutely. We believe that a, a huge paradigm shift was already kind of in the work. You know, government was realizing that there's inefficiencies in the way we're doing things and technology can make it better. The only difference between what COVID did and the pandemic versus now uh, is that it made it more of a necessity as opposed to a luxury. Right. Whereas they, it is, before they would said, okay, maybe in a couple of years, we'll see. Exactly. It just, it just really accelerated the adoption at the end of the day. Yes. And so they now view this as a necessity, not just a, oh, that would be really awesome. Or maybe that would save us time. Now they see it as one, we can actually keep potentially our employees safer from being out to be out in the world, so to speak, you know, interacting with multiple people a day in environments that, who knows what they're walking into, you know, does everybody have the same sort of social respect for distancing and things like that. And so those are the type of things that's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a multifaceted benefit that again, I believe government now sees as almost a necessity as opposed to just a luxury. So who do you see using the new, the new platform? Uh, and how big do you think the market is for the applications that you're thinking about? So, that question is a great one because that's really where we get excited from a growth perspective. So immediately we know that there is a lot of desire from conversations we had before we even got into planning for this product launch where our customers were telling us like, you know, we're using, you know, Microsoft Teams and it's just, uh, it's so cumbersome. It doesn't work in the way that we need it. 
Uh, then the other thing that we're hearing is that we're changing how we're actually conducting inspections, you know, using remote phone calls or tele teleconferencing platforms, but through means that weren't perfect. Um, so we know that there is an immediate need and desire from our existing customer base to just That's utilize this. Yeah. So we believe that just within our current customer base alone, uh, we could see uh, as a resell, meaning we'll go back to our current customers and sell this as, an, as a product upgrade, we could see as much as a 15 to 30 percent uh, increase in the annual recurring revenue that we're already receiving. Um, now, that's over time as we continue to you know, go into the market, but that also applies to new sales channels. You know, every deal that is in our sales pipeline, we're now going to say, hey, you know, we're in negotiations. Would you want to add this? And we believe that same percentage increase does exist there because every user is applicable to be able to adopt this. And this is the kind of feature that can also push, and we're going to talk about pipeline in a second, could also push government agencies in your pipeline over the edge, right? Where they say, oh man, that's just, we're already seriously considering health space. Uh, they, you know, they, we request a proposal they've got in front of us. Now they're going to add this gov call in, man, that's going to make our lives so much easier. That could be a closer. Absolutely. That without a doubt, that will be a major factor because it's one thing to say like, this is going to be more efficient. This is, you know, this is a better platform, but when you add, you know, we just added FinTech, right? The payment solutions. And that was always an eye opener. And then it's like, oh, now you have GovCall and teleconferencing embedded. Yeah, it just becomes almost a no-brainer to most of the market because there's no other solution that can do all of that in one fell swoop. And the really nice thing, George, the other thing we haven't talked about is additional markets. You know, we've gotten into agriculture, clinical health. We just broke into this year. You know, environmental health is our core bread and butter. But really what GovCall will also allow us to do is to penetrate additional markets because we know that there is no other platform servicing other markets like code enforcement, which we talked about a little bit. Uh, they're not servicing, there's no company servicing them just for the teleconferencing portion. So it's gonna open up new doors for us that may or may not have already been in the pipeline simply because it's that different and that transformative. Let's talk about new doors. Last time we talked, your sales pipeline uh, had swelled to nearly $20 million of, of visibility. Um, how's the sales pipeline looking and how have sales actually been going given the fact that I'm presuming COVID probably slows down sales a little bit, but I want to hear it from you just because you've got to get integrators and all that stuff happening. But how's the pipeline looking? How are sales looking? Both extremely healthy. And one of those things is, you know, we're seeing a continual increase in the pipeline. Now we, we keep talking about the $18 million and even as we've closed several deals, several, you know, seven figures worth of contracts this year, uh, we've just replenished that with additional deals. And so that $18 million is still very visible, still very much intact. And the sales process, you know, we have, we've, we've announced several sales this year already, and we've got a few more on the near term. Um, one of the things that is affecting timelines in terms of COVID as it relates to 2021 versus 2020 uh, is that right now, these government agencies that we serve, these health departments, no, they're in the thick of vaccine rollout. Uh, I think everybody's probably seen headlines or maybe even been uh, dr driven to one where there's these mass vaccination sites. And those are all run or at least largely overseen by health departments, which means that, man, they are getting crushed right now. It's a lot of work. Uh, and so we're seeing where a lot of our sales that are right on that goal line, so to speak, 
uh, are waiting on this kind of vaccine rollout to kind of you know close up at least the the max back sites. Uh, and so we've seen a small delay right. over the this coming quarter, but overall, we just keep adding deals and more conversations. And now that we're rolling out this gov call, it's one of those things that's just another feather in our cap. And as we have more and more conversations, get into more and more product demonstrations. I mean, the, the, the customer market is coming alive. Like I have never seen, I've been doing this for 20 years, George, you know, I've been in government building technology. I've never seen a hungrier market ready to move forward with our solutions. Safe to say that you think health space is in the strongest position it's ever been in not just currently, but looking forward 12, 18 months and how you think you guys are going to be growing? Oh, absolutely. You know, we're at this precipice where, you know, we have largely not just penetrated, but we're starting to almost dominate in a way the environmental health market. And we now we've opened up doors into new, you know, market verticals, such as agriculture, clinical health, and we've got focus on others and releasing this new product not only solidifies that growth in our current, you know, kind of core bread and butter environmental health, but it really allows us to pivot more easily into some of these ones that we don't have as deep penetration into. So yeah, the next 12 months, next 18 months, and really from my perspective, I'm always, you know, I'm thinking long-term, how do we build this scalable, sustainable company? And, you know, five years, 10 years down the road, I mean, we have a massive opportunity. We're just taking it one day at a time, one sale at a time, one customer execution at a time. I, I do love the way you guys keep adding to your platform, FinTech. That was just a natural solution, creating a payment platform that streamlines the intake of government revenue, you know, paying fines, licensing, all that stuff. Now GovCall, uh, what does, is this it for development as far as new you know, additions? Uh, probably not, <laughs> or do you expect to keep adding really cool elements like this. Um, I, I'm calling on plugins, even though they're probably not plugins, but yeah, it just seems like they just neatly stack right on to your, to your existing uh, infrastructure. Do you expect to keep iterating that way for the rest of 2021? Absolutely. You know, 2021 and beyond, you know, we've got a very healthy uh, R&D budget that we're continuing to pour into because it's not just GovCall, it's not just, you know, HSK, all of these elements that separately take a lot of effort to get off the ground, but combining them uh, and making them cohesive takes a lot of effort. And we're not stopping there. We've got a lot more in terms of our product pipeline that I really can't speak to, but there, these, are, you know, these are core foundation units that will help us grow, not just revenue, but into new markets and expand our reach. But you know, like I said, we've got a very lengthy product pipeline that we're definitely not stopping here. Yeah, and you're not, I'll end it with this. You're not just throwing spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. You said earlier, I kind of picked that up, which I thought was neat. Before you guys even start developing GovCall, you reached out to your key customers. That's the advantage of having a massive customer base. Mm -hmm. And you said, hey, I'm sure you have these conversations. Hey, if we create this that can solve this, 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 and this, what would be your level of interest? So it's almost like you're able to test your market before you even incurred the expense. So is that how you guys are doing it going forward? where you speak to your customers and say, hey, we're thinking of this and you know, give us feedback. And does that determine which ones you move ahead with and which ones you might defer a little bit? Yes, we definitely do that. And that is actually what gave rise a lot in a lot of ways to the, the, the intent and the, the put pressure we're putting on building out GovCall because you know, our customers were already kind of either dropping hints or being very explicit with us. Like, we want something in this realm. And so we just happened to 
find a way to deliver it. And we believe we're going to be able to deliver this fairly quickly, uh, at least in a, you know, an initial kind of V1 uh, version one kind of approach. But you know, we've got other things that we're continuing to have a conversation with our customer base. One of the biggest things that we're really focusing on is building out an ecosystem that allows our customers to benefit off each other. You know, how did you set up, you know, this, how do you run your food program? You know, these are things that, you know, it's not just about delivering the software, building more modules, adding more features, you know, enabling a community, which is government, right? That allowing these agencies to actually benefit from the work that each of them do by implementing our platform. Um, so the road is very long in terms of so many product features that we're continuing to add, but we're extremely excited and very confident that GovCall will not just transform the lives of each of our customers and the market at, at large, but also transform, you know, our growth perspective and the long-term revenue targets. Ton of runway there, that's for sure. A lot of government departments, a lot of inefficiency, and a lot of requirement to, to get efficient. So I, I can't wait to see you guys, what, what you guys can do this decade, let alone the rest of 2021. But until then, Cyrus, congratulations on building an exceptional business up until now. Uh, as someone who's created a platform as well to see you guys execute with over 500 state and local government organizations, that's tremendous. Congratulations on the pipeline, the products, the product iteration. I think you guys are hitting it out of the park. Uh, and and I, I don't see any weaknesses right now. You're fully funded, great pipeline, uh, fantastic uh, client retention, right? Almost 100%. You guys have built something fantastic. Congratulations. Much appreciated, George. As always, it's, it's a great time just to get to chat with you. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast to Silas Garrison. Uh, he's CEO of Healthspace Data Systems, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol HS in the US under HDSLF and in Europe under 38H. What you got to do now is your due diligence because this is a technology company. Not all of us, look, we're all, we all deal with government. We all deal with technology, but we don't all understand the intersection of them and how HealthSpace might be making them even more efficient to build this massive business. So two ways to do your due diligence. First, make sure you go to the Agoracom hub for HealthSpace Get to the profile section. We've neatly laid out everything for you in layman's terms to understand exactly what the company does. Even a lot of their successes that we weren't, you know, that we kind of touched on today, we've got them all there. The pipeline, the 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 revenues for calendar year 2020, uh, the goals for increasing in those numbers in years going forward. It's all there. Then to do a deeper dive, head over to the Health Space site, do a real good deep dive due diligence. Because we've told you this, we've been banging the table on this for the last two or three years. Uh, small cap technology companies are going to create three times more wealth than the last three decades combined because the convergence of technology is just accelerating right now. So do your due diligence, find out if health space, if you, we can't tell you, you've got to do the diligence, due diligence, find out if you think health space is the company, is one of the companies going to accomplish uh, their goals. Just don't say 12 months from now, we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time.